Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Monday the 19th of June. With US markets closed and the US Federal Reserve and the European Central Bank not subject to speculation for the time being, markets have relatively little to occupy them today. There is the Bank of England decision to anticipate later this week and UK politics offers a certain amount of theatre, but essentially the day is quiet. We do get to hear from ECB Chief Economist Lane, who's one of a gaggle of ECB speakers on the calendar today. In an ideal world, Lane might explain what it is the ECB hopes to achieve with its current policy. Such analysis has been noticeable by its absence in ECB President Lagarde's recent remarks. We know the ECB wants to bring down inflation, but there is little to no explanation as to how this is supposed to happen simply by hiking interest rates on autopilot. This is particularly the case at a time of profit-led inflation. Of course, slowing demand will eventually impact profit margins, but the transmission of higher rates to consumer demand is not evenly applied, and it's far from clear whether such a course of action is the most appropriate way to reduce profit-led inflation anyway. The absence of any clear economic stimulus coming out of China's government appears to have upset markets a little. The State Council meeting promised, quote, more forceful measures, but words alone are not likely to change perceptions on the pace of China's economic activity. This is not to say that stimulus is completely absent. There have been rate cuts, although these may be less effective in combating precautionary savings, and banks have been encouraged to reduce deposit rates. There has also been an increased number of approvals for large fixed investment projects as well. It's worth reiterating that the current nature of China's economic recovery is rather parochial. The focus on the service sector as an engine of growth means that the spillover to the rest of the world is more limited. There's also a certain amount of diplomatic noise regarding China and trade, with US Secretary of State Blinken's visit to Beijing and China Premier Li's visit to Berlin. Finally, Switzerland has approved plans to move the economy to a climate-neutral footing by 2050 in a weekend referendum. It's rare for sustainability policies to be subject to a public vote, but direct democracy in Switzerland offers an interesting insight into the evolution of the impact economy. People's economic needs are no longer just measured in terms of material possessions or that come from the output economy. Instead, issues like sustainability and the equality embedded in diversity and inclusion are economic wants that require solutions. The Swiss vote is just a part of this evolutionary process. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only.
As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.